we are back for a GM's DMs. I looked. We haven't done one since April now. Oh, wow. It's, it's been that long. Yeah. Well, yep. So we are back for uh, a fun episode of GM's DMs. We always love our GM's DMs here. Uh, but there's been a couple of real trades before we get into yeah, our fake yeah. ones here. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's run through them. So obviously, we were expecting this at some point. Uh, the Cavs acquired Larry Mockner, or at least we were expecting Larry Mockner to get traded. Uh, and the Bulls received uh, Derek Jones Jr., Two future seconds, and the Blazers receive Larry Nance. Yeah. It's a trade. It is a trade. Um, I think out of all of them, I like it for the Blazers the most. Mm. I like Larry Nance for this team. He's a sort of a do-it-all guy. He's a really good defensive guy. I'm yeah. excited to see. He's sort of not another ceiling raiser, but, no. also, but he's I a mean, floor raiser. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It's another they didn't one get worse. They did not get worse. It's another one of those Blazers guys where it's like, ah, this isn't going to move the needle, but it's okay. It's, <laughs> sure. It's, it's another Rob, Rob Covington. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like that the Bulls got two picks out of it. They're seconds. So, yeah. I mean, it's not a lot, but, you know, instead of Larry Markinen obviously trying to sign somewhere else and, you know, matching him and he's not happy or whatever, at yeah. least, you know, you got something out of it. Yeah. And Derek Jones Jr. can jump really high, so that's fun. Yeah. And uh, then I like it for the Cavs as well. I like Larry Markinen. Uh <laughs> In terms... I don't like it in terms of <laughs> positionally, yeah. but he's a young guy. He is a young guy, but it was a lot of money. <laughs> that was a big contract. Four years, 64. Does he really... Wait, is that it? Yeah. That's not that bad. 16 but a year. Does he do anything? He gets some rebounds. Is he going to play? No, he doesn't get any rebounds. <laughs> he gets like six. He's a very bad <laughs> rebounder. He's like seven foot. Um, I don't know. Is he going to play next to Kevin Love... Jared Allen or Evan Mobley? Kevin Love's not playing. Which one of those three? Kevin Love is not playing anymore. Okay. Well, even <laughs> even still, I don't know what the lineup is. I don't know. I I do think they're actually going to move Jared Allen, despite the fact that they've given him that extension. I hope they get off Kevin Love. Did we? Did did no, you? No, there's make no it, way they're trading Kevin Love. Did you make a Kevin Love trade? No, because it's not possible. <laughs> it's probably not possible. That's actually not possible. No one's taking that money without taking all of their picks. So the Thunder. Oh, interesting. <laughs> did you make that? that trip? Oh, I didn't, but I should have. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, but I don't think the Cavs want to give up picks either. No, no, probably yeah, not. But, um, um, in terms for this team, I don't know. We'll see what Larry is. He has He's shown moments for sure mm. as like a shot maker from everywhere, uh, even off the dribble a bit. Um, but I don't know what his fit is with this team at all. I mean, he's a young guy to take a flyer on. 16 million is a very tradable contract. Four in years, that 16 mil isn't a flyer. <laughs> Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a tradable contract in that you can throw it into any kind of deal, basically. It, it makes the money work on anything, really. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, yeah, there's there's that trade. But we're, we're, we're creeping towards out of maybe it's just time for a new team age with Larry. We're getting to the point where it's just Larry's too old for it to be. Oh, we'll give him a shot. Especially yeah. at 16 mil a year. Fair enough. Um, it's been a couple of years at this point with injuries, with not liking the Bulls, all that sort of stuff. So I think two years into your second deal was when we could give up on someone. Okay. <laughs> like well, it's coming up. <laughs> yeah, it's, we'll get it there. Um, another trade here. So we had the Nets acquiring Jalil for and Sekou Dumbuya. Um, and the Pistons got DeAndre Jordan and four second round <laughs> yeah, picks. Yeah, this blew me away. <laughs> they just didn't want him on the team. <laughs> Did not want him. Um, they just had to get rid of DeAndre Jordan. Don't know why. W- what was his contract? It wasn't uh, big, was it? No, I think it was a four-year, actually. Oh, okay. I think him, Katie, and Kyrie all signed four years. Um, but DeAndre's wasn't that big, sure. I no, mean, I, I, I think I'll it was look. four for 40. I think that's what it was. It was 10 mil a year. It's a bit much. It's a little bit much, but... um, Is it worth four seconds? 
The four seconds was crazy. I didn't even know they had four seconds to give away at this point. Um, <laughs> that must be every pick they have that they can legally give away. It probably, course. yeah. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, he's obviously not sticking around the Pistons. He's already been bought out and he's going to the, <coughs> the to Lakers. Lakers yep. But um, <laughs> I don't know. The Nets got actual interesting pieces back. Um, yeah. Jar's like good for like 10 minutes a game. I and don't then, see him playing. I don't see him playing actual minutes, no. <laughs> um, and then Seku, I don't know, get him to learn under KD, comes out MVP next season. Sure. Shout out my boy Seku. Sure. D- I mean, that's actually taking a flyer on someone. That's really a- this, is a, this is a real flyer, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like it for the Pistons, I guess. Like, they're absorbing some cap. Yeah. I'm, but four seconds, four you'll seconds. take that. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad for <laughs> two guys that don't really play, play a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, no. Seku's starting to get some run. But um, yeah. All right, it's yeah, a, it's a it's a move. It's a it is a move, yeah. and then obviously he's moving to the Lakers. And I do want to go over this, yeah, um, because we've also we also had a couple of signings, which we'll get to in a little bit. But Lakers and Nets are gonna have a lot of all stars, but we yeah. will get to that. Yeah, a lot of former all stars, I should say. But um, there was one more trade in that the Grizz received uh, Chris Dunn, Carson Edwards, and a 2026 pick swap, and the Celtics received Juan Chahona Gomez. It's um, I don't it's, mind it for either team, honestly. I don't hate it. Like, the Celtics got some wing depth. Yeah. But did they really need to give up a pick? The pick is interesting. Um, 2026, first pick swap. It's uh, a pick swap, so it's not that big yeah. a deal. But, like, honestly, I, th- I like Chris Dunn more than I like Wancho. And then they're also giving up a pick. Um, Wancho doesn't do a lot. He's yeah, I don't think Chris Dunn does a lot either. Sure, but, like, Chris Dunn, you could talk yourself into a defensive-minded kind of yeah see he has to be out there for that to happen sure <laughs> um i don't know i kind of just like it as sort of oh whatever move the pick is interesting i didn't really comprehend the pick the first time i looked at it that is interesting by the celtics but i don't know one show can hit shots he has cool tattoos he's going to be an adam sandler movie apparently mm. um going to be or has it has it already or happened has filmed is coming out is it out? I actually don't. I lost track I thought of this, it to be was. honest. I completely <laughs> forgot about it until I saw this trade. So. This was ages ago that yeah, he was filming yeah. it. Um, I like Chris Dunn for the Grizzlies, though. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, big guard next to um, Jar. The shooting there is a bit... Uh, but, um, yeah, getting a pick swap. Uh, I'm assuming the Grizz get the better of these picks. I believe so. I yeah. think that's what the pick swap means. Yeah. And then... Um, I actually like Carson Edwards, too, as sort of an end-of-the-bench guy who could fill it up. Sort of your Marcus Howard. Think Marcus Howard when you think Carson Edwards. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of... It's whatever move. I have no real thoughts on this move, but, yeah. It's cool. Let me just see what this movie yeah, is. Yeah, I forgot about this until this trade To happens. be released on Netflix this fall, oh. which, in the US, that's spring. Yeah. Oh, it's coming soon. It's coming in the All next right, couple we'll months. It, we'll keep an eye out for that. Movie review? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Movie? I don't think we know what it's called. Yeah. How do we know anything about this? <laughs> um, Especially if it's coming out <laughs> within the coming months. Uh, it's called Hustle, I think. Interesting. No. Yes, Hustle. Yes. Okay. That sounds like a basketball movie. <laughs> That's about it, really. I mean, what what I've heard about it is it's about like Adam Sandler being like a basketball scout and discovering this amazing... International talent, that it's being one joke. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what else there is to it. This is very interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder who's the better actor, KG or um, Wancho Hernan Gomez. I don't KG obviously being um, Adam Sandler's 
previous mm. basketball co-star uh, in Uncut Gems. But um, oh, no, I didn't see Uncut Gems. So yeah. good movie, Eric. Okay. Good movie. <laughs> All right, um, and we also had a couple of uh, signings. So we had uh, Rondo to the Lakers. I feel like that was relatively new, actually. I, f- I don't know. That if was like two days ago or something. That was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he's back. And then DeAndre Jordan to the Lakers as well after being bought out by the Nets. And the Nets are signing Paul Millsap um, and LaMarcus Aldridge is coming out of retirement. He's been medically cleared by a yeah. lot of different doctors. Uh, so he's going back to the Nets. These teams are interesting. These are These are... Stacked teams. like 2013. These are the greatest yeah. teams ever by like a big margin. These are like 80 and two teams. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a couple of years ago at this point. That was a little uh, while ago. The Lakers ones are interesting. I feel like they stacked up on positions they're already full at <laughs> a little bit <laughs> with Rondo and DJ. Um, Paul Millsap kind of mad at him, but also sure he can ring chase, I guess. But I'm still like, you're still kind of too good to be ring chasing. <laughs> So I'm kind of pissed off at Paul Millsap. I'm glad Aldridge is back. I'm glad he's medically cleared and all that. Mm. I feel like he would have been a contributor to that finals or to that Playoff. semi-finals yeah. team. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad to see him back. I'm not mad at him going back to the Nets. Obviously, that's where he signed after he got bought out by the Spurs. But Millsap, I'm a little miffed at. Yeah, two things there. Um, I don't know if they're stacked at point guard. Like They've got Russell Westbrook and then Rondo was a really good backup there. Well, here's the thing. They've got Westbrook and Rondo and LeBron. And also Kendrick Nunn. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn's not playing that much, so I doubt. Interesting. That'd be interesting. Playoffs, he's not playing much. He'll play He'll play in the yeah. regular season, I'm sure. But I feel like his playoff reputation's a little bit hurt for some different reasons. Also, I don't know if Paul Millsup's too good to be ring chasing. He's pretty old now. He's like, But third. he was still good last year. He we watched like, a lot of Nuggets games. I mean, he averaged like seven. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> Just like in that Clippers series, he was still like... We had the Paul Millsup quarter, right? Um, but that wasn't this season. That was last season. <laughs> Yeah, he's still got some run in him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just sort of like, really? Like, it you, thought, a, yeah. you looked at the Nets and you're like, they definitely need my help. <laughs> that team is in, they need an undersized big to play next to KD and Blake and Aldridge and everyone else on that team. I don't know. Like, obviously, I love Paul Millsap, but man, it's and washed. James Johnson. He's washed. Paul Millsap? Paul Millsap is mm. washed. He's just not there. He's not there defensively. His feet just don't move the same way okay. they used to. Um, he has picked up a bit of a three-point shot, but that's yeah. kind of all he does now. He's just mm. sometimes a scorer. He averaged nine points and five boards last season. He's washed. I mean, I okay. honestly don't care that much as he's ring chasing. Um, the thing is, it's like the cu- the like current NBA fan in me despises this. Like, yeah. I just hate all these moves. But the like NBA historian fan in me loves this. Yeah, it's like just like look, gonna look like, back look at this, this. twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. <laughs> this so. The Lakers have LeBron James with 17 All-Star appearances, Melo with 10, Westbrook with 9, Dwight Howard and AD both with 8, Rondo with 4, Gasol with 3, and DeAndre Jordan with 1. They have 60 combined All-Star appearances That's nuts. on that one team. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And then the Nets have Durant with 11, Harden with 9, Kyrie Irving, LaMarcus Aldridge both with 7, Blake Griffin with 6, and Millsap with 4. So that's 44. If these two teams meet in the finals, 104 total All-Star appearances uh, between the two teams. Like, the, the just... NBA overall fan of me is like that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's just sheer numbers right there. But um, yeah, I mean, it feels like this is the two finals teams as of right now. Right now, yeah, uh, in my head, especially the Nets. Um, the Nets for sure. You could talk me out of the Lakers. You could to definitely a talk me out of the Lakers. Um, if LeBron's still, if LeBron's struggling with injuries, you can definitely talk me out of the Lakers. Yep, that's for sure. But um, I feel like the Nets are a lock at this point, as long as you think healthy. so. Yeah. Um, 
Like, they just have so many guys at this point. All of There's not a guy on the Nats team I think I don't like at mm. this point. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting that they're all just sort of piling on these two teams. But I guess we have seen this before, just maybe not to this extent. Have we? Just, like, of guys joining teams. I mean, there was a couple of guys who, like, jumped onto, like, the Warriors kind yeah, of being, yeah, like, like a David so West. And that's, like, what I'm thinking of, yeah. Mm. But... I don't Not know. I feel extent. like those guys were a little bit more washed than these guys. Yeah. Like I'm saying, Millsap's washed, but like he could still play on, I'd say, half the teams in the league, like yeah. as a rotational guy. Um, so so do yeah. you think? Do you think he's not going to play on this team at all? No, I think he'll play. Okay. I think he'll play like twelve to sixteen minutes a game. I was going to say because they have Blake, KD, uh, Aldridge now, mm. Millsap, and James Johnson. They don't need him. I was like, going to say which of these five? They can't play all five of them. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, they might. Plus, they have to play Claxton. Mm. Six. I, don't know, I feel like Claxton, Aldridge, those are your centres. They I are guess. the centres, I guess. But Blake was playing centre last year. Mm. Look, I don't see Millsap playing much. He'll play a bit. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll get spot minutes. and He's he's not going to be an end-of-bench guy, but he's not going to be... He'll be their 10th man, probably. Okay. Yeah. An interesting... An interesting choice by Millsap. I feel like he could could have still gotten 20 minutes a game on a lot of teams. Where? Like, really where? I, I would have loved to see him play 20 minutes for the Heat this season. Okay. I would have fucking loved it. I would have loved it over Markeith Morris giving me 15 minutes, whatever he's going to give us. But um, at this point, I feel like Markeith Morris does more than Millsap. <laughs> Markeith Morris does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to Miami, Markeith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our trades here. So yeah. let's take it in turns. We both have four here. So why don't you get us started with one of your four? Well, uh, one of my first ones. All right, so any of you four. Um, what do I want to start with? Okay, we'll start with the my Bulls one here. Um, obviously the Bulls made a lot of moves this off season. Um, there's a lot of incoming guards, especially Lonzo. They've still got Levine there, DeRozan. Uh, they signed Caruso to a four year deal. Yep. There's just a lot of guys that are going to get some minutes there, and so I feel like Kobe White sort of in the grey at the moment with the Bulls. He was a high lottery pick who. Put up like 15 a game this season. Hmm. Um, Good someone, Yeah, someone that showed a lot of scoring potential, kind of in like a similar way to Colin Sexton in my mind, where you're like, man, this guy can get buckets, but sort of what are we doing with his future? Um, that's why I feel like that's up in the air with the Bulls right now. So I thought, well, what teams need a scoring guard? And, you know, I, I was looking at the Mavs. Yeah. And the Mavs, uh, they definitely struck out in free agency. That was not what they wanted to happen in free agency. Mm. Um, they missed out on Lowry and Conley and some other guy I'm forgetting. Um, there was someone else in the mix. I can't remember. Who. Oh, Dragic as well. Um, oh, yeah, I guess. But um, I'd like to see Kobe White go to the Mavs. And the trade I've got here is for Maxi Kleber and two second round picks right. for Kobe White. You know, Maxi Kleber, definitely a good player. Um, a versatile forward who can shoot. But um, I feel like with Reggie Bullock now, and they've still got uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and um, someone else I'm forgetting, I think. Um, I feel like he's a, a, a touch expendable, especially when they're getting back a s- scoring guard to put next to Luca, who could sort of take the pressure off him scoring a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I quite like this deal, actually. Yeah. I like the idea of this deal. I like it um, I like it for the Bulls a lot. I like Maxi Cleaver a lot. I, I think yeah. he will be... A really good replacement for Larry Marketing in there. He's a yep. he's a great floor spacer and like a Thad Young replacer as well, because he's now. Does he do the same things as Thad Young? He at least defends similarly. I think they're okay. both like versatile defenders that try. I don't know if I see Maxi Kleber as quite as like mobile. 
Maybe not as mobile. Um, offensively, probably a bit different. Um, Thad seems to be a bit of a playmaker still. Sure. Um, but shooting, I think he's got the edge over Thaddeus. And I think defensively, they do similar things. Yeah. But um, I think that, yeah, they're a bit weak in that sort of four area, uh, the Bulls. They could definitely use someone like uh, Maxi. Yeah. And um, they're obviously trying to make a playoff push. Like, it's playoffs or nothing for this team. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's someone that can help them right now. Yeah, and I think this does make sense for the Mavs as well. Like, yeah, they do get that scoring guard, someone who can kind of, I don't know, fill it up a little bit more than Maxi. Yeah, and and same timeline as Luca too, which is mm. important. And someone I think he could continue to grow because he's got all the offensive potential in the world, and he's and he's kind of a big guard too. So if he locks in, he could be you know passable defensively. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Uh, we didn't explain how GMs DMs works. Oh, I mean, we can do that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Um. So th- basically, we'll make a decision. We have trades here. That, so Dylan, you came up with all four of yours. Some of mine, I made up one of mine and I found three of them on the internet. Um, but yeah, there's, we'll basically grade them in three different categories. So either you see this in your DMs and you just ghost them. You know, yeah. you, was it ghost? No, it was left on, Lef- left on red, left on red, yeah. left on red. Um, you just, you, this team does not want any part of this deal. Just yeah. stop talking to me, go away. I'm, I don't care. Yeah. Um, then if you're like, maybe I can talk myself into this. I might come back to this if I don't get a better offer, something like that. You, you give them a heart react. Yeah. And then if you like it, you slide in yeah. if, if you like the deal. So, and we look at it from both sides here. So starting here, I think, hmm, I think the bulls definitely slide in. Uh, I think I'm more hesitant on the bulls just because Kobe White is such a young talent that maybe they think they can get someone a bit better for him. But, sure. I mean, Maxi in two seconds is nothing to turn your nose up at. So, I think they definitely heart-react, but they could be sliding in, you're right. Yeah, and then the Mavs... Mm, I'm tossing up between heart-react, slide-in. I think I would say slide-in I think the Mavs well. slide-in with this one. I don't know. It's like, I feel like Maxi is kind of their guy there yeah. a little bit. Um, yep. I don't know if they necessarily want to give him away here, but, like, it, it's a move that makes sense for them. So, I right. think they would... I think both teams slide in, honestly. Yeah. And, and, you know, don't tell the Bulls this, but Maxi was a, li- a little bit disappointing in the playoffs sure. last year. Missed a few <laughs> too many shots. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think they'd be looking forward to a shot maker. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to my first trade here. And let's go with, I'd say the smallest one, the least consequential one. So my Grizzlies one here. Okay. Uh, so this is from Fansided Grizzlies, which is like, just a website, really. Just like a fan just, page, yeah. Yeah, yep. a Grizzlies fan page. Uh, so the Grizzlies received Keon Johnson and Sergi Barker, and the Clippers received Dylan Brooks. Um, sorry, I believe the clip the Grizzlies were also supposed to receive a second round pick in there. I just didn't put that in there. Right. For some reason, <laughs> I've seen Grizzlies fans just don't like Dylan Brooks, which is interesting because mm. I don't hate him. I don't either. He has stretches where he's just hits everything. Yeah. And I don't really know why they want to give up on him. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of Grizzlies fans who are just like, we just don't need him. We don't like him. Which is interesting because he's their starting shooting guard. I don't know <laughs> why they think they don't need him because there's no one else on that roster that immediately screams to me, he can replace Dylan Brooks. Yeah. So I'm very confused by this. Um, and I don't know, my confusion reflects my attitude towards the trade, which I do not like for the Grizzlies at all. Yeah, I mean, I I think the idea was kind of just like, you know, you just get rid of Dylan Brooks, basically. Yeah, Yeah, let's just throw away like an (laughs) 18-point-per-game score. Mm. I don't know if he actually put that up, but I feel like that's It's about 16 to 18, but I think, you know, they're not happy with, like, his efficiency. And, like, it's just getting, like, you know, a vet in, in, like, Sergio Barker. And just, like, I don't know, it's just being... It's just 
doing something it really. It is just doing something for the sake of doing something, which I hate. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Keon Johnson's an interesting young player. Um, he's obvi- he set the combine vert record. Mm. Um, so crazy athlete, skills coming along. I don't know. Serge Barker doesn't fit with this team at all in my head. Th- like when I think of this. Memphis team, it's Jar and all those bigs that they have that kind of do the same thing. (laughs) So just kind of one of those. Yeah, exactly. It's all those middling four fives that can all kind of Mm. do the same thing. Um, And now Stephen Adams apparently. Um, Yes. And so I don't know what they what use they would get out of Surge. Yeah, I mean Surge was more to make the contracts work, but it's also just like you know he's a vet kind of thing. It's just like bring someone in, but I guess they've got their vets really. Yeah, I mean. I don't like this at all. I mean, for the Clippers, sure, I'd do this in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, this is a definite slide-in for the Clippers for me. Um, young scoring guy. Um, mm. Yeah, why not? Inefficient, um, yeah. I think, is kind of their main... The main criticism I see from Grizzlies fans is he's just, like, inefficient. He, yep. There may be, like, empty points in, in a sense, but, like, he's just... Uh, I mean, he's... I think he's on a two-year deal here, at least. So right. he's like, he would still be there when Kawhi comes back from injury. Yep. He's just another guy um, yeah, to I kind mean, of throw out there. So I like it for the Clippers. The Grizzlies are just like, yep, let's get a young guy in a vet and just get off this guy that we don't seem to like. Which is very strange. But um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be, I don't know. I wouldn't be so sure on Keon to replace Brooks, especially in the short term that I'm like, yeah, we can give up on him right away. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the Clippers, I mean, he'd be perfect as their two mm. and slide right next to Paul George and Kawhi. Um, yeah, he'd definitely be less empty points on the Clippers. Um, and like, I see, like, everything the Grizz are saying about Dylan Brooks, I kind of agree with. Yeah. I don't feel like any of that is cause for we need to get him off this team right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. So, what are you thinking? Um. For the Grizzlies, I give this a, a left on red. Yeah. I just don't see any value in this but for the Clippers uh, yeah I mean absolutely slide in I'd do this in a heartbeat if I'm the Clippers I should say this was the best deal that was <laughs> on that website there was three of them this it is a fan best. site so <laughs> that makes sense um, but yeah no I, I agree with you there I think the Clippers would love this deal I think the Grizzlies if they really hate Dylan Brooks like the fans do maybe but yeah. uh, I don't know if the Grizzlies hate him as much as some of the fans seem to I don't think that's the case at all no okay yeah. <laughs> alright what what's your next one? My next one here. Um, actually, no, we were just speaking of Thaddeus Young. We'll go to my Thaddeus Young deal. Sure. Um, so he sort of he got moved in the sign and trade for DeRozan. So he's on the Spurs now at the moment, where I feel like he's a bit sort of wasted there at the moment. Out of you know, the Spurs are without their two best players of former years in Aldridge and De- and Demar. So they're yeah. sort of definitely on the young train now, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Um, he has no real reason to be there, and I feel like a lot of teams would have value. Uh, for Thaddeus, so I've got him here going to the to the Kings, um, who need a vet definitely, mm-hmm. um, need someone who's just like a winning player to sort of correct their spiraling course. I feel like, I yeah, feel like we're about we're maybe a season away from the Kings being completely derailed again, like they were before. Um, Have they been Fox. on the rails really? Kind of. There was that, there was that. There was the ninth seed one year. Remember that when they were in the ninth seed two years in a row? I think. Two years in a row? I think so. Oh, see, that's something. Well, they were close a couple of years, but yeah. it was also just like, what are you doing? That's something, at least. And but, they, like, and where's they were young, the progress? They were young, though. See, yeah. that's where they've gone off the rails again, is that they were, like, doing this, and then they've just completely plateaued and yeah. even dropped a bit. Um, so, I think they get a vet in here to try and correct the course a bit, and they give out uh, Marvin Bagley III, who was just 
blatantly not happy in Sacramento. Mm. Um, and I've also got Robert Wood in the second here just because both those guys have uh, numbers in their names. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Marvin Bagley is clearly not happy in Sacramento. I don't think Sacramento really wants him They've there. They've got so many bigs. They've got so many bigs. So many. <laughs> I think... Um, I don't know. I think Sacramento would have moved on from him already if there was a deal that they... Th- they obviously think Bagley is worth more than the offers they're getting. Sure. Um, and I honestly feel like this is the best deal they'd give up. I also thought that if I wasn't going to include Woodard, I thought the Kings would have to put in a pick here. Honestly. Like a second round pick. Mm. Oh, I guess. Just yeah. like, like Marvin and a second round pick for Thaddeus. Um, yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, either way, like the second round pick or yeah. Woodard. I mean, it's it's doing the same thing. It's helping the Spurs get younger, which they desperately need to do. Yep. Like, um, otherwise, they're going to end up like the Kings right. um, in a few years, which is very bad. But um, yeah, and then the Kings... Like, my main thing here is they just get off, like, another big. They've got too many bigs. They need to get rid of a couple of them and get some, like, wing depth or some guard depth here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like that Young. I, I, I think he's a versatile player. I think he's a very... Yep. He's, he's a he's a winning player. Yeah. Does he do anything for them? Mm. I just... I'm really excited for the professionalism that he would bring sure. to this team. Like, him just being an adult on this team <laughs> would be fantastic for the Kings. They've I got like. their adults. They've got Tristan Thompson. They... <laughs> Do um, who's busy, he's had some of his, his own issues yeah. throughout his career. Um, at least Whiteside's gone from this team now. Oh, good. Um, yeah, he's on the Jazz. Can we just laugh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's just I don't know. Bringing more professionalism to the team to the Kings never hurts. Yeah, I feel like so. And and you know he would. You're right. I don't know if he's going to get them in the playoffs or anything. Um, but he's going to be a guy that can do things for them. Yeah, more than Bagley will at least. He actually put Bagley actually surprised me. He put up like fourteen points this year, apparently. Mm. Um, fourteen and seven, I think. Yeah, but um, I think when you talk about empty stats, I think Bagley might be the definition of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think the Spurs would be happy to have a swing on him for a vet that they don't really need. Yeah. 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 Um, what do the contracts look like? Do you know? Uh, Thad's, I think fourteen, and Bagley's on like ten. Okay. Yeah. So I mean. Contracts aren't a big deal here. Like, yeah. That's not that much money, the 14 there. Yeah. Um, I think both teams heart react here. I don't know if either team, like, jumps at this deal. They're like, right. yeah, this is what we want. This is what we want for Thad Young. Like, yeah. I don't know if the Spurs think they can get more for Thad Young, but they might be like, oh, we can get a pick out of it or something. Yeah, maybe pick or just, like, a different young player that they might have a bit more interest in. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, this is... You're right, it's definitely not immediate... Um, slide in for either of these teams but I think it's definitely the second option if you know they heart react this they come back to it if they don't find anything else they yeah like. that's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking yeah yep. yeah all right uh let's move on to my next trade here uh and let's do let's do the pelicans uh and Nets one here so uh this came from the fanspo trade machine someone just made this trade a lot of awful trades there there's some terrible ones there's and they're so really big also they're so bad there's it's like so <laughs> there's like four teams and seven guys moving from every team it's and just like none ha- of them make even the slightest amount of sense yeah this one i didn't hate <laughs> okay so the pelicans received joe harris and nicholas claxton and the nets received jonas valanciunas right um so it's kind of consolidating some of the guys. Like, the Nets have a lot of guys. It's consolidating that a little bit into, like, a legitimately very good starting center. It's like, Claxton is, you know, you're 
is good, but you don't know exactly what you have there. Aldridge and Griffin are getting a bit old. We don't know exactly what we have there, especially in terms of their health. Yep. Jonas Valanciunas is a very reliable option. Very good center. Like I think we've spoken. Yeah. He's kind of in that range of like 6th to 10th best center in the league in that yep. kind of area there. Um, obviously, they do have to give up Joe Harris, but I don't think scoring is an issue for them. Not anymore. No. <laughs> that is definitely not uh, where they're lacking. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, when I first saw this, I didn't like it for... Either team, really. But I think this it's grown on me a bit. Um, I think my only problem is I don't think they really want a big like Valanciunas on this Nets team. I think that's what holds this up more than anything, is that he's sort of... He's a bit too big for this team, if that makes sense. He's sort of... Claxton's a bit more dynamic offensively. Sort sure, of. yeah. Um, a bit more mobile, can run around set screens a bit easier, I feel like, and just keep up with the tempo of what this team's going to be. Yeah. More than Valanciunas, who's a bit slower. And he can he picks his offensive spots really well, um, and he boards and all that. But I don't think that's anything the Nets are worried about right now with their current roster. I think they'd enjoy Claxton's versatility, if not overall skill level of Valanciunas, but his versatility and just the shot-making of Harris. Yeah. I mean, see, I I think I can see kind of, like, smart rebounding being maybe an issue for the Nets a little bit. Okay. Um, like, I, Claxton's obviously a big athlete. I don't know if he's a really smart rebounder. Right. I guess. So, it's like... Yeah, and like I said before, it's those it's those guys that they've currently got at those yeah. positions. You've got your Aldridge, you've got your Millsap, you've got your yeah. Griffin. They're old. They're it not... is definitely reinsurance for those guys not being good. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I like it for them. For the Pelicans, it's... I, I just don't like Jonas, you know, Jonas Valanciunas for the Pelicans. Yeah. I don't really know why they made that trade. He doesn't fit next to Zion. I feel like Claxton doesn't fit super well either, but at least he's cheaper. And then Joe Harris, I feel like, really fits there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so here's the thing. I... I think the Nets, the Pelicans would honestly be hesitant for like three months. And if Valanciunas just isn't working, who I agree is a tough fit, but I think it's better than Adams is. Uh, oh, for was. sure. Yeah. Um, if, it, if that's still a tough fit, I think they'd happily come back to this. Who You're right, Claxton's on their timeline a bit more and having a shooter next to Zion like that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, load them up on the same side of the court and just, you're either giving up a Zion dunk or a Harris three. So. Yeah, neither of which you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think the Pelicans are definitely interested here. Um, I think this is at least a hard, re- hard react. And you could convince me in two months if Valanciunas isn't working, they slide in. Yeah. Um, for the Nets, I'm a bit more hesitant. But I can definitely see an avenue where this happens. I'm I'm leaning towards left on red, but definitely it's a low heart react for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm in the heart react. I'm, I'm kind of in the same range as you there. I, yeah. I think I'm higher on this for the Nets than you might be. I, I just yeah. think... You know, you don't take a risk with kind of Claxton. You just, like, get kind of just right. a very established guy in Jonas Valanciunas to go with all these other really established guys. Yeah. Um, I just think he kind of fits their timeline better, I guess, yep. as, like, a winning player right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of in the hot rack range for both of them as well. Yep. Okay, my next one here. Um, Some of the big ones. All right, so yeah. we've each got a Ben Simmons trade and we've each got a Damian Lillard trade. So which one do you want to cover first? I was going to say, do you want to leave... Ben to last? Sure. All right, so I'll go with my first Dame trade here. Um, and it's to the Nuggets. Mm. I'll see. I was interested in how you would react to this trade. You, know, um, <laughs> you might be very interested by how I react to this <laughs> so trade. So I've got Damian Lillard and Robert Covington going to the Nuggets sure. for uh, Jamal Murray, MPJ, Bol Bol, uh, Zeke Naji, Bones Highland, their first round pick this year, uh, three unprotected first and two slash whatever it takes pick swaps. You're trolling, aren't you? What do you mean? Not enough? Huh? Too much. 
The Nuggets are giving up way too much here. Are you joking? Way too much. Very interesting. You're joking, right? No way. All right, all right, all right, all right. Next year, if this trade were to happen... Okay, look. Bobo, Zeke, Najee, and Bones, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. They're wiped out of the equation. Four to five picks. Too much either way, I think. That's but, the, but that's the baseline at this point. We I saw Harden go for eight picks. Four pick swaps. Yeah, four unprotecteds and four pick swaps. Yes. I feel like Lillard is at least going for three unprotecteds, and it's kind of two and whatever it takes to get it done swaps. Okay, here's the thing. Is a duo of Jokic and Damian Lillard winning a championship? No. In the next two to three years, no. Do they have any cap flexibility if they trade for Damian Lillard? Absolutely not. Damian Lillard will be earning $44 million next year. Right. Jokic will be earning $32 million. Will Barton will be earning 16 Aaron Gordon's earning like 14 I think. They've got a hundred. That's like over $100 million locked up right there. They have no room for any other option. This is not a championship team. And in two years' time, this is one of the dumbest deals the Nuggets could have made. Because Damian Lillard, he's not going to be washed. He's still going to be very, very good. But... In two years' time, would you rather have a 33-year-old Damian Lillard or a 27-year-old Jamal Murray and a 26-year-old Michael Porter Jr.? No way. Okay. No way. The future's interesting. The future is interesting. I didn't think about the future as much. But, I don't know, in the short term... I doesn't mean, win a championship. And I don't think it's any further away than you are now. But that's the thing. It's but I don't, I If think, you don't get any closer now, the future's further no, but away. I think the, the future's out of reach. I think the ceiling's higher. If you go for... If you go from Murray to Dame, who you're going to have all season, I think Dame's just Dame's like a top 10 guy. Murray's not even close to that right now. Sure, but you're also throwing away a 20-something point per game scoring Mike Poole Jr. in this. Yeah, but... If it was just Murray for actually, Dame, but different is, thing. What does he actually do to help you win a championship? He's just another guy out there. Instead of instead of having... You can't win a championship with Will Barnes as your third best player. You just can't. I don't know. I think... I think it would definitely be... I think Jokic and Lillard would be the scariest, like, non-Nets duo in the league. But that's the thing. It's because the Nets exist. That, that's, yeah. that's, my, that's almost my main reason for okay, saying no to this. This does not win them a championship. Therefore, the it's a bad deal. Because this in three okay, years' time, yeah. what are they doing? That is fair. Because you're right. Covington's making 15, I think it was. Um, or 14 or something like that. Um, it would give you some room to bring back Gordon. I don't know how excited you are about that, but you traded for him. You gave up. Boy, his what room? You you'll have his birds. Sure, but they can also bring him back anyway. <laughs> that is true, but <laughs> you you won't have to pay MPJ the max and Gordon. Sure. Yeah. So you will save some money. Um, That's not how it would work, considering Damian Lillard will be making fifty mil. In, okay. Well, at least the contracts won't be as big. But um, yeah, he makes fifty mil. That's crazy. In, in <laughs> At the end of his, in the yeah, last year of his contract, he's earning fifty four million. Fifty four. Fifty four. MBJ's contract will max out, I think, at like twenty seven or twenty eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe thirty. It might max out at thirty. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I was interested in gauging your now. Yeah. No. Your now chances. As right well. now. Yeah. It doesn't win a championship. It yeah. would be so. Cool. Do you think last year it wins you wins you a championship with with wait what? So if you have. Jokic, Lillard, and then no Jamal Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, probably not. Still, I don't know. I just they need a third guy, and right. there's just no flexibility to get that third guy that if true. you trade away Michael Porter Jr. Jamal that's Murray. You have your second and third guys yeah. there. Um, no, that's fair. Yeah, so I think fully health, and I think yeah, fully healthy. The Nuggets would 
if Jamal Murray's fully healthy, they're not going to laugh at this deal. Yeah, okay, fair enough. How do you, what about for the Blazers? What do you oh, think they'd is, love it. They'd is this the best return for It's Dame? Not, not the, the best. Re- I don't think it's the best return they could absolutely get because I think they could get a more established young guy okay. um, than either of these two guys. But they can't be like, if they want to get rid of Damian Lillard, they can't look at two young guys who haven't even hit their prime yet who yeah. are 20-point-per-game scorers and be like, this is a bad deal. This is, yeah, because if Murray comes back healthy, this is honestly a team that could be like an eight seed, like, <laughs> Which I don't know if they want, but I guess true. But getting three firsts, yeah, it's it's the picks. It's two young guys and then three, four, five picks, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, and then even you know, shit, I'll take a roll on Zeke at Bones. I don't think Bowl's going to be anything at this point. I don't think Zeke's going to be anything, but I think Bones has some potential. Yeah, but I mean, I think this is pretty good for the Blazers. I think the Blazers would love this, but yeah. I just think it's way too much for the Nuggets to give up. That's fair. I, I didn't think about the long term as much. With this trade. Uh, well, from the Nuggets side, at least. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Um, so, I... Yeah, no, I say left on red from the Nuggets, but I do... I I think the Blazers hot react. Yeah, just because they know there's... There's similar, potentially better offers out there. Yeah, there's there. similar offers out there. Um, you've convinced me of the Nuggets. I think this is a left on red. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, now, let's get to my Damian Lillard trade here. Yeah. Um, I may have maybe undersold on the picks here a little bit, but I've got the Pelicans received Damian Lillard, the Blazers received Brandon Ingram, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jackson Hayes, and two future firsts. Might bump that up to like three or four. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you know what's crazy, actually? I, I saw that apparently the Kyrie trade was however many years ago, a couple of days ago. Um, like it was the anniversary of the Kyrie trade. Right. How many picks do you think were in that Kyrie trade? Wait, which Kyrie trade exactly? To the Celtics, sorry. To the Celtics. Three firsts? There was one first round pick in that in that deal. That's how far we've come. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was Isaiah Thomas and a first for Kyrie Irving. Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and the first for Kyrie Irving. See, com- the season Isaiah Thomas was coming off of. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess that was true, but he was. Everyone knew he was injured at that point as well. Sure, and they knew it was a bit of a scary injury. Yeah. Um, but one first for Kyrie. It's Irving, interesting. Who was who was many years younger than Thomas, by the way. Many years. Sure. Younger yeah. Than okay. Um, Thomas. Yeah. Was like four years older, I want to say. I think he was like twenty nine, and that would have put Kyrie at like twenty five. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy how far we've come from that now. From one first being like, how many how many firsts do you think it would take to get Kyrie right now? Obviously, you know the Nets wouldn't trade him, but if they were, I guess it depends what's around him. But I'd say like three is kind of yeah. your baseline there. So with like, kind you of know, at least <laughs> I feel like. Um, I don't know if I go that. I, I don't know. I feel like James Harden has overinflated things to the point that's where what like, I'm saying. that's not going to be sustainable. James Harden changed everything. That trade was ridiculous. But I feel like there was trades before, like the Drew Holiday trade. There was four firsts in that. Yeah, that was weird. That was, <laughs> there was, at le- was there four firsts? Was there more than that? I think it might have been like two or three firsts and like a couple pick swaps. Yeah, there was definitely some swaps in there. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. It kind of blew my mind that Kyrie only got traded for one first. But, yeah. um, but on this trade. Yeah, on this trade. Um, so, Brendan Ingram is obviously the more established Absolutely. guy. So, more established than Jamal Murray and Mike Wooder Jr. Um, yeah. He has made an all-star game. Yep. You said, I think in our last episode, you don't see a uh, core of Brendan Ingram, Zion Williamson, really doing anything um, yeah, in terms of like, in terms of fit. Right. Uh, I think Damian Lillard fits a lot better next to Zion. Yep. And then you also just get a couple other swings at things like Nikhil Alexander, Walker, Jackson, Hayes, and a couple firsts in there. Yeah, I, st- I don't know if it's enough for the Blazers. That's fair. Um... Not looking at the pick side of things. I don't know if Jackson Hayes definitely doesn't do much for me. Sure. Um, and I'm not sure if Nikhil, he's had some big games. 
well, I think all of them have come in losses, uh, and <laughs> the, he's he takes a lot of shots to get those big games. Um, not saying I'm writing him off at all. I think he's a very interesting player with a lot of scoring potential, but I think it sort of caps out at that. I feel uh, it wouldn't be surprise me if he turns into a Will Barton type of career. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if Ingram, who I don't think if he's my lead guy on a team, we're going anywhere. Um, well, I don't think they're trying to go anywhere. I think it's the thing. I think right, this is this is the start of a rebuild. Let's get an established young star to start rebuilding okay. around. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's better offers out there for for the Blazers. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the for the Pelicans. Yeah, I think I'd do this pretty pretty quickly. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lillard and Zion would be just a crazy combo. Uh, yeah. To try and defend. Um, and I, I think one reason this is different from the Nuggets money is because money works a lot better in right. here in that Zion isn't on a max contract just yet. Yeah. And he's got at least, wait, two years? Um, he's got two years left, yeah. Yeah. This year and then the year after. Yeah. So he's got two years until he has to sign that big contract. So you've got room to bring in a third guy right. uh, around there, which you wouldn't have if we looked at the Nuggets deal here. Yep. Um, yeah, I just think it's like, I don't know how many other teams are giving up a young all-star for, like, just have a young all-star to give up. Right, that is true. Um, but I think of the teams that do, they have better packages. Can you throw one out? Because I, the, any Simmons package that would include any pretty much any Simmons package that includes Maxi, I'd be more interested in. Sure. Um, I think any of the Warriors ones would be sort of interesting. I just think Brandon Ingram is a lot more versatile and a lot yeah, easier no, to build no. around than like a Ben Simmons. That is true. Um, although I would just love to see a perfectly built Ben Simmons team, what that looks like. <laughs> yeah. With like a center that can shoot threes, like sort of like a Brook Lopez. Um, just any, a team perfectly suited to Ben Simmons. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Ingram is definitely up there in terms of the young gettable stars for Lillard. But I don't know. I mean, of all the young stars, how many are sort of, how many teams are like, we'd rather have them over Lillard? I don't know. It's sort of like Trey, Luca, Tatum, and then everyone and Zion, and then everyone else is like, "Yeah, sure, you can kind of have." But it. you're saying everyone else. Who is everyone else though? There aren't a lot of others. I would give up Jalen Brown for Damian. Lillard. Sure, I, I would, would too. I would give up Ben Simmons. Um, I would give up. I'm trying to think of other teams. Yeah, I, I mean, just, that, I just can't think of teams. No, <laughs> but that's where I'm getting caught up. I don't yeah. think there are those other teams out there that have like a young star where they're like, okay, well, yeah, we'll give this up for Damian Lillard. And those that do might not have the quite the pieces around them to kind of give it up. It's like, and some teams have really gone all in on their star. Like, do you think the Bulls look at like Zach Levine and then Kobe White and a few firsts for Damian Lillard right now? I I don't know. I think so, yeah, actually. <laughs> I think they would. I think they'd put Lonzo at the two and let Lillard bomb away with DeMar. Um, that would be very interesting. Because, I don't know, there is some there is some Zach Levine stuff at the moment because he has not signed that extension that they want him to sign. Right. And he's talked about, you know, wanting that team to be good for him to stick around. But, um, yeah, um, and you're right, not all teams with young players are in the position where they want Damian Lillard, you know? They're yeah. not like, we need to start competing with something, so... You're right, it is probably up there in terms of packages that they could get, but I don't know. I just don't think like it's quite enough. Okay. Yeah, for um, me at least. For me, I'm saying the Pelicans 
Yeah, I mean, the Pelicans slide in here. Yeah. I think they want Damian Lillard. Like, yeah, it doesn't win them a championship in the very, very short term, but I think they have a lot of... They have more flexibility than most other teams as to where they can make a lot more roster moves. Also, I don't think they're focusing... Their, ch- their championship in the next two years is keeping Zion around. Yes. That's them, and, yeah, that's probably one that's of the biggest them winning a It's like, yes, yeah. let's make Zion happy. And yeah. Damian Lillard probably going to make Zion pretty probably, happy. I'd be pretty happy if he joined yeah. my team. Yeah. Um, and then I think the Blazers' heart react here. I would border on slide in, but I think it's like, You'd have to look at other offers. There's so many yeah. potential other offers. Not necessarily all that involve young stars, but 29 teams would make an offer here. I yeah, think. pretty much. Um, yeah, I'd agree with all that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Ben Simmons stuff. Yeah, ben the Simmons. reason we're doing this episode. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> it's a matter of time at this point. You'd think so. Um, yeah. He's told. I don't know, though. <laughs> he's told the Sixers he doesn't want to be there. He's not reporting for camp, apparently. Um, a lot of people say a lot of things. That is true. <laughs> um, but this is. He's a. Uh, Paul Rich client. He's a clutch, clutch team member. Paul Rich, Rich Paul, Rich Paul. Yeah, Paul Rich. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's a matter of time before he gets his way. Sure. Um, yeah. but I, what is the penalty for not showing up to training camp? Can they? Can they like? At what point can they say your ca- your contract is null and void? Because I don't know. Like, it's obviously never going to get to that point because they want to get paid. But yeah. what is that point? I don't know if it would. I don't. I doubt there's anything in a contract that says it can be voided unless they literally stop playing entirely. Yeah, I was going to say, there has but to be something. Showing up to training camp seems like something where that would not be a clause in a contract saying, hey, you need to actually show up to practice in training camps, otherwise yeah. your contract is null. Yeah. If he doesn't play for them, if he refuses... Yeah, if he doesn't play, what is... The, like? Surely they can't be forced to pay him if he refuses to play. But the thing is, what's their other option? They don't pay him. Like, they... they Loses yeah, like con- they lose his contract and then he just goes somewhere else. I mean, I, that, like, is I, I that is true. That is true. I think the players have more leverage than the teams here, at least in terms of Ben Simmons' yeah, kind of well, status player. He definitely has, seen that at this point. He has more leverage in that. He could just say, I want to stop playing. He, he could just stop playing and then they'd be like, all right, well, we have to trade him. Like, we have literally no other option. That yeah, works. well, that's kind of where they are now. Yeah, um, they're getting to that point. I don't know if he's yeah. going to refuse to play just yet. Uh, no, but I think I think he's n- not just because at this point he thinks he's definitely not going to be there in time to play. Yeah. I think I could see a world where he says, "No, I'm not playing." Yeah, Which I is, see a world where he's still on their team. <laughs> that's the that's the the interesting. Part. I really think he will be on their if team. If Maurice says, <laughs> "Suit up and shut up," then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, watch him get traded before this episode comes out in oh, like twelve hours, <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> what happened with Larry. Um, but anyway, um, this is my. Favorite of the most realistic packages I see right now. Sure. And even, to be honest, this package from the Spurs is a bit uh, optimistic, uh, which is, for me, uh, the Sixers received DeJounte Murray, Derek White, uh, Devin Fassell, two first-round picks, and a pick swap uh, for Ben Simmons. Yeah. Um, and I say realistic because everyone's throwing out, like, Dame packages. Not happening. All <laughs> sorts of crazy shit. Uh, his value is just too low at this point for I the think Sixers so. to capitalize on his actual value. Um and so I think the Spurs would love someone like Ben Simmons, a young guy who has all the potential in the world. Yep. And I think Ben Simmons under Pop for two seasons would completely change his career. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's a lot to like for the Sixers side for me. Um, I like this for the Sixers In the package they're yeah. getting back. They get back DeJounte Murray, who at least shoots threes. Yeah. And is a big guard who defends... Who's an all-defensive player, just yeah. like Ben. Um, yeah, he defends ob- the guard position, yeah. so you're not losing that yeah. from Ben. He's obviously not the 
six ten freakish nightmare that Ben is Obviously running around. Not, no. But um, he does very very similar things on ball and um, is just a lockdown guy. Um, Derek White is another scorer off the bench, another threat. Definitely, yeah. Um, you know they're always looking for bench help with the sixes. Uh, Devin Vassell had a sort of underrated rookie year. I thought he had some big games um throughout the year. Uh, wasn't the most consistent. I thought about putting Keldon Johnson in this trade instead of Vassell. Too much. And I think, yeah, I think it's too much. Um, mm. Even, honestly, I think Vassell might be too much for the Spurs. I that, think your picks are too much here. That is a <laughs> On top of this stuff. Two, okay, two firsts and a swap. I'd say one first and a swap. One first and a swap. You could talk me into that yeah. um, as being more realistic. But, yeah, I think it, it's quite an interesting trade um, for both sides, really. What do you think? I like it. I like mm. it for the Sixers a lot. Um, yeah. You know, they're not losing that guard defense when when you're bringing in Dejounte Murray. They're getting those yeah. scores, and I think that's just what you need for Embiid. M- you're building a team around Embiid here. Yep. You need these guards who can defend and score and right. shoot. Ben Simmons does one of those things. Yeah. Uh, he does it really, 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 yeah. really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's good that they're getting back someone so defensively talented because that's sort of Ben's most important skill. For yes. This, for this team, maybe outside of his playmaking. Um. And yeah, Dejounte put up uh fourteen seven and five. Did he actually something like that? He had seven. Re- he averaged seven rebounds this year. I think Interesting. He, um, which is like Ben Simmons numbers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's pretty much everything Ben does. Just sort of not as crazy looking, I guess. Yeah. Um, and one point five steals and all sorts of shit. And, yeah. Um, um, you don't have quite the playmaking there, but yeah, there's. Room to make more moves to get the right guard for you, really. Or even I, I don't think Dejounte's done developing. I don't think he's done getting better. I think his jump shot's gotten better, sort of every year in the league. Yeah, I, he could be a guy that hits, you know, a, a three and a half a game for them. It yeah. might not be always the most efficient, but I think at least he's going to shoot them this time. Yeah, which is sort of the most important thing. Um, yeah, and I, I for the Sixers, I don't know if there's many better better packages at this point. I'm, the this only makes other, a lot of sense. The only yeah. other one I'm looking at is the Kings potentially saying, "All right, fine, we'll give you Halliburton and Heald." Mm. But I don't know. That's looking less and less likely every day. It seems. I'd like. rather this than Heald. I don't like Heald. Yeah, I don't love Heald either. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I like I, Halliburton. I though. love Halliburton. That's yeah. the thing. Um, yeah, I think this is probably one of the better packages at the moment. Yeah, um, I think the Sixers. I mean, in the position that they're in. Yeah. I think they slide in on this, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it might just be t- point to take whatever you can get at this point yeah. before it keeps dropping. I don't know if I love it for the Spurs in that, like, you basically then have to essentially tear down that entire roster and rebuild it, more or less. Like, you, yeah. you obviously have killed in there, but you don't have a lot else that you can kind of just keep. You really do need to kind of rebuild from the ground up there. Yeah. Um, and paying Ben Simmons a lot of money and trying to keep him happy there while you go through that process. And this is obviously a team that's kind of resistant to change um, right. a decent amount. I don't know how well this goes for the Spurs, but they're getting a much better player. Like, they're yeah. obviously getting the best player in this deal. And he's on a full contract. Yes. Um, so you've got him for so you, you've a while. Got him. Well, you've got him. The Sixers got him. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you've got him on a f- five-year deal. I'm not even sure if that contract's kicked in yet. Um, he... Is an in offense in of himself, uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Um, I think Kelvin Johnson kind of fits nicely next to him as another wing guy who can cut and get off the dribble yeah. and stuff. Um, the rest of it around him is interesting, and as long as I think as long as they keep um, their their um, upcoming pick, 
mm. the Spurs. I think they'd sort of be more inclined to do it that way. It's sort of, it's, you know, they're probably going to be bad yeah. this coming season. And so they'll have a crack at it straight away to put something next to Simmons. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's for the Spurs, it's whether they're willing to start rebuilding, right. like entirely yeah. ready to start rebuilding, which I think is a smart move for them. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, And also, is Pop going to stick around for that? Doubt, but doubt, yeah, yeah. But I'd love to see him with Simmons there, yeah, and sort of just how he can help him, yeah, yeah. So I think the Spurs hot react. I think the Sixers slide in there. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Spurs might be a bit closer to sliding in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, and let's get to my trade here, and this is from Bleacher Report. So Bleacher Report came up with this one. So don't blame me if it's bad. <laughs> um, the Blazer received Ben Simmons, and the Sixers received CJ McCollum, a twenty twenty three pick swap, and a twenty twenty four first rounder. That's this, it. <laughs> this is the other very plausible one. Yeah, it's basically just the one for one trade. Um, you know, you get Ben Simmons next to Damian Lillard. It's the the Blazers need to shake things up. Um, their yep. defense is probably their biggest weakness, I would say. Right. In that, it just does not cut it. Um, like Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, they're undersized. Like they they struggle to stop Austin Rivers. Yeah, is <laughs> the kind of real like nail in the coffin there. It's just. They they need to shake things up. They need a defender. Um, I don't know if Ben Simmons does all the same things CJ McCollum does in terms of scoring. No, like, definitely not. Um, so they would probably have to again reshape things a little bit there. But they've got a couple of other guys, like the guys they traded for last season, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So I I don't hate it there. Um, but the Sixers, I think, are the team that really kind of looks at this and is like, yeah, we could definitely talk ourselves into this. CJ yeah. McCollum, uh, before he got injured last season, was averaging twenty seven a game. Yeah. Um. You definitely want that. You want a shooter. You want an, just an absolute bucket getter next to Embiid. That's yep. a very, very scary offense. He's not the playmaker that Ben Simmons is. But again, you can kind of just find your right guy. It's not that hard to find just an okay playmaker uh, somewhere in free yeah. agency or on the trade I mean, market. I don't know. McCollum would probably be my point guard for the Sixers. I'd probably put him at point guard. I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think he... I don't know, he seems like a complete player that is definitely put in a role with the Blazers at the moment. Yeah. And I feel like he could probably expand outside of that a, a touch with his playmaking especially. Um, yeah, I mean, this is probably the best player right now that they'd get back in a Sixers deal. Probably. In a Simmons deal. Um, but the thing that worries me is that he doesn't replace... Like, you talked about Lillard and McCollum not being able to defend anyone. I don't know how good McCollum and Green, who's 40 at this point, or... McCollum and Seth Curry, who is also not a very good defender at this You're point. You're right there. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have to go through the nets at some point. Yeah. Which um, is, you know, that's not a fun backcourt to be putting up against Curry and Harden and KD. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that Ben Simmons is expendable here, but, yeah. you, you know, you've got Tease and, I don't know, yeah. you kind of look at it as just like, well, the Sixers are kind of just one small move away, I think, from being like real legitimate right. contenders if they do this move. Whereas right now with Ben Simmons, it everything's up in the air. Yeah. I think this really just makes sense in terms of consolidating. Let's get a scorer here. Yeah, that's no, what I agree. makes a lot of sense. His um yeah, his shooting would be so good for this team. It just his uh, shooting off the dribble yeah. creation would Yeah, be, he creates his own shot, which oh, is something be, that it'd be fantastic. The Sixers are really missing. Yeah, definitely. Um and getting a pick and a swap out of it as well as McCollum. Yeah. That's pretty good uh for Simmons. For the Blazers it's an interesting fit. I don't know where they cram Simmons in positionally. I think you just put him at your two, honestly. Oh, I mean, like, two. you run, I guess, a dual point guard lineup, really. Yeah, so that's the thing. You'd put it, be putting him next to Covington, Nance, and Nurk. You lose the spacing. That's that's crazy. There's, sort of, 
imagine happening. Like, Nance is already in of himself kind of a playmaking four. Mm. Um, I feel like you can bring Nance off the bench, though. Yeah, I guess you could. Um, I feel like you maybe move on from Covington. I wouldn't hate that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what they'd sort of get back for him. Just get a shooter. Someone that could yeah. shoot. Honestly, you could throw him in that deal and ask for Seth Curry back as well. Yeah, see, that's the interesting thing. <laughs> um, I don't know if the Sixers would do that, though. I think they just enjoy Curry's shooting, Yeah, obviously. But um, you said the defense might be a little the bit defense, of an issue. That is an important thing. Covington kind of does that. That is an important thing to look after. Um, that's sort of two for one. with Because uh, McCollum, is he making less than Simmons? I think it's probably around the same. Around the same, okay. Um, like Ben Simmons would be on a rookie scale max, and then McCollum yeah. was not on a max, but he no. was on like a twenty something, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, you'd try to be swapping guys. Honestly, there. I like that more when I think McCollum Covington for Simmons Curry Curry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're. I mean, the, the argument is you're swapping problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much entirely. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. For either team. I guess I'm more on it for the Sixers. I think the Sixers uh, definitely like are reactive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's hard for the Blazers to turn their nose up at Ben Simmons, but I just think the fit is so awkward Sure. next to those two. And then um, it's like you'd have to basically reconstruct your whole roster again, mm. which I don't, I don't know. They're not opposed to doing at this point, especially <laughs> if it's keeping Lillard around. Yeah. Um, they've done it a couple times already. Um so maybe it's like you keep those two. Everyone else is expendable because, like, we've yeah. also heard that Nurk's not exactly happy. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I should have come up with a Nurk trade here. Cause yeah, because his his uh, end of year presser last year did not seem very hopeful. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, he'd probably be on the move. I don't know what what does the Simmons at centers lineup look like for a whole season. It's a little bit too small. A, but if you put Nance next to him as well, I don't hate Simmons at the four. Honestly. Simmons, yeah, I mean that's definitely something. He pretty much offensively plays at the four at this point. Mm. Um. So what, like, Damian Lillard, you get, you try to get a shooter in there with them, and then, yeah. I don't hate Simmons Nance as your bigs, really. I don't know, yeah. it, it's not the spacing that you want from a small ball lineup, but it's the playmaking that you want, it's yeah. the... I don't hate Covington Simmons. Covington shoots it a bit better, mm. um, and he defends as well as Nance. Um, and then, yeah, but what's the center? That's always the issue, because, you know, Embiid's down low... The whole time. And then yeah. Simmons is the problem there. Any other big is sort of the problem next to Simmons. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Ideally, my ideal center for Simmons is Brook Lopez. Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no other Brook Lopez's in the league. <laughs> yeah, you just like got Brook Lopez. And he's not... I don't know if he's available right now. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of it. My favorite trade that I've ever come up with is... Um, <laughs> what was it? It was essentially an Embiid... Uh, Giannis swap? No, what was it? It was an Embiid for Middleton and Brook Lopez. So it was a Giannis oh, Embiid team right. for uh, a Simmons Brook Middleton team. And obviously the, the Sixers would be acknowledging a step back here, but they'd be looking forward to a Simmons team, yeah. which I was very excited for uh, two years ago. Yeah, I mean, that is a Simmons team. For there was sure. a deba- Remember there was a debate two years ago about who should they continue with? I do remember that. And then that is quickly fizzled away. Um, I forgot about it, yeah. Yeah, there was a legit that... debate in the off-season, or like going into a season, where we were like, hey, Simmons, he does hey, so he many could, things. Yeah, he could be their future. Maybe move on from Embiid. Okay, yeah. we know we're not moving on from Embiid. No, here. that is not happening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was my favorite trade of ever. Like, <laughs> okay. Can you imagine a Giannis <laughs> Embiid team? 
That would be crazy. That's scary. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I was gonna say that's so big and so many free throws. <laughs> like so you, many missed free throws. <laughs> yeah, you just you would foul out entire teams with your two players. Though. Sure. Yeah. Um, but that's obviously not happening. But no. yeah, it's just the Simmons next to a big is the problem. Yeah. And so Simmons know, as Simmons the big. Would, if Simmons was two inches tall, he'd be my center. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'd be an amazing center <laughs> if he was two he'd inches be tall. Nuts. Um. And honestly, I don't know if I'd give up on him as my center at this point because Blake Griffin was the net center to like sure. last season. Yeah, but Blake Griffin shoots, and I yes. think that's kind of what you want from a small ball center. And True. that's that's what I'm getting caught up on. It's like, is Ben Simmons a small ball center or is he just a small center? Yeah, who Simmons needs to start shooting it. That's mm. pretty much. Um, yeah, but to give it some grades, the Sixers definitely heart react. I think the Blazers have to heart react. I think so. I think um, they have to look at this option as... Yeah, and, the, and then... Because they need to lose McCollum at some point here. Yeah. They need to look at that and say, all right, if we do this, what can we do with the rest of the team? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's just about it. Those are our GM's DM's there. Yeah. Um, this was fun. I, I yeah. like GM's DM's. I think it's maybe my favorite small series we do I other than the studies. Yeah. I think it's also my favorite. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at StatStuffers. You can follow us on Instagram at Stat underscore Stuffers. You can email us at StatStuffers5 at gmail.com. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.